sometimes Never it's hard to get in his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. It's not a bad problem to have. It's I not think. seven. One runs. <laughs> Explain <laughs> mid pond to me like I have no clue what it is. I do this a lot actually. So mid pond, this little hole in the wall, former go-kart track in literal nowhereville, Alabama. No, I know you're trying to see if, that, if something <laughs> happened. No, nothing happened. Everything's okay. Damn. The people who I really wanted to meet were Chair Slayer and Hurt. Have you guys seen that clip of that Corvette? comes down like this, drops the tire off, but there's like a section there's of There's a little rat. lip right I there. Saw that. Dude, I saw that. I have never seen a car or a wheel take a whoop ass like I that. I saw that. 50, yeah. 5 zero, 50 volts, bro, to take a piece of wood down. Did you know it's made of wood? Yeah, it's such a Corvette thing. I know. Like a car made out of fiberglass. And wood. That's the best part. Wood. The floorboard is wood, bro. I want to know how the meeting It makes went. these ghetto track fixes <laughs> me not too. seem like that. I want to hear the pitch <laughs> meeting. Hear me out. We're going to make it out of fiberglass. Well, how are you gonna do? There's no floor in this car. Ah, we'll, we'll get this uh, wood, wood. Did you say plywood? Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah. Somebody no, shut him one, up. All one right. day it's gonna be what bungee. engine we doing? The pitch meeting had to be amazing. Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson. I'm Nate. Corey. And welcome back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but few announcements, of course. Uh, Wiring Specialties is now on board. So we have a 5% off code for you guys. Uh, if you don't know, I actually run their harness myself. It's fantastic. Shit plugs right up and it fucking works. So if you guys need any of that, uh, go ahead and click the link down below. Uh, or use code Circle Adrift. But uh, so we also have Rise Fab coming on board. Uh, so we don't have any kind of a, a a percentage off at this point. But if you need some work done, uh, we, I don't know if you want to put them in the in there. Yeah, actual, yeah, we can put yeah. them. Yeah. You can see up. some of the work these guys do. I mean, these guys weld like robots. It's crazy, man. They're they're really really talented fabricators. You need to go check them out. So oh, yeah, man. we'll have some more we'll have some more content on that stuff once my car's back. And if up. you don't need work, go give them a follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go definitely go follow them for sure. Duh. <laughs> but um, retards. Speaking of follow, if you uh, love the content here, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, uh, and of course hit the like button. It's the best way for us to tell if you actually enjoy it. Uh, so if you do want to see the podcast completely ad free, go ahead and jump down to the description. Uh, and join the Patreon because that's where you'll find that along with some vlogs every once in a while, uh, but mainly ad-free content. Uh, but this is Corey, so I'll let him introduce himself a little bit. Hello, my name is Corey. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. And I like long walks on the beach and drifting. <laughs> <laughs> the most cliche intro. <laughs> you know me, oh. out here with the cliches. Well, tell us a little bit more. Like, what do you drive? You know, uh, I drive a events. Mustang. A new edge Mustang, that's that's kind of my jam. Um, I know to a lot of people, they're like, oh, Mustangs shouldn't drift. And the other half of people are like, oh. Fuck those people. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, the, the other half they is work. like Mustang jokes. I'm like, this is where all of that comes to be. But uh, yeah, I drift a Mustang. Well, I don't currently drift it because it's blown up. It's getting swapped, though. So. Uh-oh. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's my jam. Um, also, Mid-Pond Gang, got to rep the boys. Mid-Pond is the best place in the world. Hell yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, cause I personally love that track, but how, how long did you say you had the Mustang? Um, I think I bought it in November, 2020. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not crazy long. No, not crazy long. Just about three years. I yeah, think. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Um, then you, didn't you daily it? At one yes, point? I did daily it. Um, I dailyed it almost the whole time I was drifting it. <clears throat> so that posed some unique issues. And, uh, 
Yeah, no. Well, I mean, obviously, I haven't driven it since I blew it up. But before that, it was a daily mobile, and I I tried to drift it on like a zero dollar budget. <laughs> Did not work. <laughs> Did not work at all. What kind of angle kit you got on it? It's stock, dude. Straight really, stock, no angle yeah. kit? No. Like, no. Oh, you're the real I, deal, I, huh? Do they have bump stops? I would assume they have bump stops, right? Know. No, I mean, I don't know. I haven't, you know, the most I've done to that car is put BC coils on it, which is a very good thing to do, especially coming from like, uh, from, you know, he's got a, <laughs> he's a yeah. in an angle kit. Yeah, Get yeah. your shit right. That's <laughs> um, crazy. Well, I was yeah, on, I was on lowering springs. Actually, I made, I did a dumb thing and I cut the springs. Before I got the coils, I want to get We all do that. Yeah, I know. I you know. Well, I got I got a uh, I got um bullied a lot by my friends for that. But I was like, yeah, whatever. No. Yeah, we've all been there. It didn't matter. Yeah, no. It's a, but you know it, it worked a little bit. Like when I was when I was drifting it, it was actually really hard to drive just because like all the bushings were like it's it's completely stock. Yeah. So it's had like you know twenty or so years of just abuse. So the car's really floppy, but. You know, one of my friends. Uh, I bet you don't break shit though, right? Well, I did. I but, mean, besides the yeah. engine, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Really Everything like, else was fine. Everything yeah. else worked. Um, but you know, it just—it was just a difficult car to drive. Um, so once I got suspension on it, like it, it definitely held up a lot better. Yeah. But then you know, I only had like one event on that suspension. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then it popped. Yeah, it popped. Oh no! It didn't even pop at the track. It popped like on the way home from the track. Like, it, and it didn't. Oh, just, that is right. Yeah. Because, like, what happened was, so, like, if you ever been to Mid Pond, there's, like, a really beautiful, like, two-lane road, like, leading up to it. And so, there's, like, on, like, three miles down the road is, like, this big hill. And um, it started to go. It just, like, started to stop. And I was just praying that I would get over the hill. And uh, it blew just right at the top, just nice and peacefully, you know. You went, you went pretty... Yeah. Were you like, you know, whooping its ass when it blew up or were you just um, like driving like down the road? Well, I already knew that it was going to go. I was probably down with two cylinders. I've got a little video of the drone trying to follow me and drift. <laughs> and like so much of the video is me trying to flick the car to get it to get it to go out to get it to go out because it just had like a hundred horsepower. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like yeah. it was down two cylinders. I was like, look, I got bullied into driving anyway. I wasn't even supposed to be driving, but like, like I wasn't planning on it. But like, you know, my friend's like, hey, you take the Mustang. I was like, ah, okay. It's always on my, <laughs> it's always those peer then, pressure boom, ones. Yeah. So is this a loaner or a backup car? No, this is my this is my daily. I just never my ST. Yeah, I, that's just my daily car. I just don't ever, you know, post about it. So oh, oh okay. You said he used to daily. Yeah, yeah, okay, I, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah sorry. Yeah, I was yeah. like, my man's yeah. got a focus yeah. ST. He's <laughs> like, fuck yeah, it, no. I'm taking the Mustang. Yeah, no. got, <laughs> that's awesome. I've got four vehicles <laughs> and one and a half of them are are operable oh dude you don't want to hear my story yeah. <laughs> sometimes Never it's hard one. to get in his driveway <laughs> <laughs> straight up <laughs> straight up yeah <laughs> that's like my parents house i mean it's not a bad problem to have it's I not think. seven yeah but but <laughs> dude <you> know, look <laughs> one runs when, just yeah, one. you want to run through the story of the 240 real quick uh the one that we bought yeah so the internet can be mad that you uh, bought one for dumb cheap. Okay, so I have never paid over uh, $2,000 for an S chassis. Um, Shark car was a perfectly good car when I first got it. It ran and drove. I drove it to my apartment. It sat there for a little while. I drove it to the storage unit. We pulled the engine out and we put the LS in. That's like the story of how I got that car. I paid $2,000 for it and like $300 or $400 for some wheels that came with it. And so then as the S chassis market has continued to inflate, I blame you, Kyle, 
So because it's continued to go up, I, it made me mad, bro. I was like, dude, D, I've, I work on these cars all the time. They are fucking pieces of shit. They're yeah. junk, right? Terrible. Like, they're I, terrible I cars. for saying that on the internet a few days ago. It's crazy, yeah. dude. It's Easy crazy. <laughs> they're like 20 gauge steel. You can go back and look at the manufacturer print. One shock tower is like a half inch lower from the factory like that because they just, they're just, it's the it's 90s, fine. dude. Go, yeah. go. Yeah, nothing from the 90s is good, including me. Okay, so I made a post where we went and picked up a t- 1993 juniper green complete s chassis it ran we drove it right and so i made a post about it and i was like dude if you pay over 2500 dollars for one of these sleds you're you're an idiot you know <laughs> okay and i dude i knew that because yeah. I, I got a bunch of buddies that have s chassis so i knew we'd do okay yeah. dude it has a thousand shares okay <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh it's like I don't know what counts as viral. I don't know if a thousand counts, but to me, from that's my a, little profile, that's a lot. You know, yeah. I was Look, like, I, dude, the most I've shared, the most shares I've gotten is like eighty three, and I felt like well, I what's the like, how many people are in that group? Because then you posted in a group. No, I left the SSD group because they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are the worst. They're the worst, dude. You could be on a post talking about sugar, sunshine, and rainbows, and they'll just be like, you know what sucks? You and your S chassis. It's just crazy, dude. I just can't be around that kind of negativity. And I was an admin. I just left and so i didn't even put it in the s chassis thing well so then a bunch of people were saying like that's not how the market works you're not going to be able to deflate the market and blah blah i haven't seen a single one besides one of my buddies that has one for sale and i'm pretty sure it's like a nice one it's got a bunch of new stuff on it you know for eight grand every other one dude like five grand or less it's five grand if it's all one color it's thirty five hundred dollars it's got mismatched bumpers (laughs) i'm telling you dude so i'm going on like a spree i've like got one in missouri i gotta go pick up and it comes with a spare shell and origin fenders oh dude i'm gonna make a whole junkyard out of them and i ain't selling shit museum in the driveway i'm just gonna build a bunch of them and crash them oh my god yeah i had to that was that's gonna probably be in the title so (laughs) oh it was awesome uh, yeah we had to share that how'd you get into drifting that's actually kind of a long story but i'll I'll condense it down just for you know purposes um i uh off camera i told uh dawson a little bit about the story but i didn't go into too much detail but basically so it was a 45th anniversary mustang convention which is basically that's the event that basically started my love for mustangs and so um it was also my 12th birthday weekend and so like one, two? You were 12? Yeah, I was 12. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Big Just, Mustang guy. Yeah. Big, <laughs> big Mustang guy. All right. So um, I remember at some point during the day, uh, mom was like, hey, there's a race car driver because, you know, he's in a race suit. Um, go take a picture with him. So we took a picture with him. Ended up being Von Gittin Jr. Um, oh, sick. Uh, back when he was with Falcon. And um, oh, I saw this on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw this. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, okay, okay. So, um, so... I think just from there, I had heard of drifting and I saw him drift, but I did, it didn't like really click with me. It wasn't until like a few years later, I was watching Rob Beardex Fantasy Factory and they had Vaughn on as a guest. And that was my jam back in the day. That was my thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That just peak, was peak internet. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I, and like, you don't forget the name Vaughn Gittin Jr., you know? Yeah. So I remember um, uh, he he was like, you know, special guest Vaughn Gittin Jr. He's drifting his Mustang. Now he's with Monster and everything. I was like, yo, I met that guy. He's really cool. So that kind of like, you know, I started to like take interest. And then like one day, 2016, I'm surfing the internet. I was super like, I've done BMX, obviously, like everyone in the drifting community does. I started off doing BMX and I saw one of Adam LZ's videos. And uh, I think like one of the only ones where he had like a chest cam. 
I was like, that's that's a pretty cool POV. So I watched it. Uh, and he had only done like two drift events by that point. So I basically followed him or I I found out about him from BMX and it like was it like carried me over into drifting. And that's when I started to click like this is the same thing Von Gittin Jr. does. Oh, okay. And so like, you know, it's kind of like a slow roll, but like I feel like my in my life I was like destined to love drifting. Just all the events that added up, just like Yeah, yeah. One thing leads yeah, to another for sure. Yeah. That's very cool. And I got to I, I got to re meet initial him. Yeah. shock of drifting is what, oh, what does that. I got to I got to meet, meet him again uh and tell him like, you know, my feelings and just like how I got into it. Um, in the, uh, in Orlando, uh, like a, a month or two, a month or two ago. Um, and I saw his filmer was filming, but I just felt like it was going to be B roll. Like I've been in a ton of other YouTube videos, like with like some of the big names. So like I'm used to the B roll stuff, but like, no, he put in Vaughn put in his video, me talking to him and telling him how much drifting and what he's done meant to me. And like seeing, like, I didn't even know that was in the video till like a friend reached out to me and showed me a picture of it. And so I went back and watched it and it just like made my life. It oh made, yeah. That's and he, awesome. he talked about like oh. how, yeah, how, how like much he loves when people come up and talk to him about this stuff. So it just was like really cool for like the whole resolve to like, you don't always you expect know. uh bigger names like that. To exactly. Keep, like keep the small people in that, yeah. that definitely I needed that 100%. Cause like, you know, when life gets rough, like you remember those moments, you know, the moments that like you remember what you're doing this for. So yeah. really I think cool. he knows that. Mm -hmm. for yeah, sure. definitely. He's, he's very that. cognizant of that. I've always I don't loved think that. Think you would have made it this far. Mm -hmm. Plus, his team RTR has literally the powerhouse of you know drifters on that team right now. So they're the guys. Yeah, the guys, like a dream team, basically. They're them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty crazy. You know, he's him. Muscle. You know what I'm talking about? You know, they're like he's him. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought yeah, I was yeah, making yeah. a pronoun yeah. joke? <laughs> I'm, yeah, us, I'm not gonna I'm lie. Get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I saw one of those the other day. It said, uh, "The end of pronouns. Let me she them." T <laughs> I can't tell, but it is canceled. Kind of popped in my head. Uh, all right, so let's see. Actually, the mid. I want to get into the mid pond. I do too. That's what I was looking. Explain up the mid pond to me, like you, like I have no fucking clue what it is. Okay, I do this a lot, actually. I um, bet. So mid pond is this little hole in the wall, former go-kart track in literal, like, like nowhereville, Alabama. I mean, like not nowhereville as in like there's nothing around, but it's just like a random place to have. I mean, it kind of, well, the, the nearest park store is like 20 minutes away. I guess you're it? right. It's like on the edge of town, but like, you know, on that road, you would never ex expect there to be like just a drift track, but it's out in Columbiana, Alabama which is uh, just south of Birmingham, probably 25 minutes or so. And um, like I said, it's a former kart track. Um, and uh, my friend, my good, good friend, Ken Martin owns it, which if you've never been to Mid Pond or never heard of Shout Ken Martin, Ken. Uh, learn about him. He is an absolute legend. Uh, I'm not going to go too super into it, but He's Ken so Martin is... fucking he, humble, dude. Ken Martin That's is awesome. just one of the best things that has happened to drifting, like, as a whole. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mid Pond... It's the, I think the magic about it is that it's just a little grassroots track. You know, there's nothing special about it. You, you roll up to it and see it. And like, it, it is a nice skate because it's a track that's been basically carved out from like a forest. <clears throat> and you've got like a few uh, tall standing trees among the track and just kind of creates this really nice aesthetic, especially yeah, yeah, like yeah. for night drifting. But, um, you know, it, there's just nothing special by the looks of it. You know, it's kind of, it looks kind of run down. 
Um, the track is patchy. There's all these little patches mm. um, on the track from, you know, from repairs and stuff like that. But I think it really and truly, it's the way that Ken runs the track. Um, and the people in the environment and, and the community that rallies around Ken, like Ken runs the track so well that we all want to take care of the track to keep Ken um, in the business to yeah. make sure that the track makes it because we were kind of talking about this yeah. kind of like an Ebisu aspect yeah. of it where mm -hmm. you kind of have that freedom mm -hmm. to just, cause I don't know if you know, but when, after you get past the gates at Ebisu, mm -hmm. you just like have free park. range, man. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. You just drive wherever. But. Yeah. Cause anywhere else you'll have sessions. Like you don't have that at mid pond. You literally just drive. You can drive eight hours a day, a thousand yeah. laps if you want to. Um, and just the people, honestly, like, my favorite people in the entire world are my mid pond peeps, you know. So I, I'll, you know, I'll rep mid pond till the day I die, probably. You know, that definitely, you know, it being my first drift track, um, and like the magic that comes with like having first been there, the mm -hmm. very first time I showed up, a guy didn't even know, like, just said, "Hey, let's go for a ride." And uh, his name is uh, Jeremiah, and uh, still friends with him to this day. Uh, one of my really, really good friends. And, um, you know, and that's just the kind of person he is, but that's also the kind of people that yeah. mid pond fosters. It's just such a magical environment. So. Mid pond's the only event I've ever gone to that I didn't go knowing someone. So like, even like my first event, I knew people there. The first time I went to mid pond, I knew people there, but it was that time mm -hmm. that I met you mm -hmm. that I didn't, I knew fucking no one. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like that super mm -hmm. fucking hot it was and mm -hmm. but everybody had clean cars and mm -hmm. stuff it was it, the track mm -hmm. is beautiful it's it, like drift yeah. heaven dude. it's it definitely on like, this year's bucket list yeah. for my car i want to take yeah. my car out it's bad. like and we just had drift Kate, drift <clears throat> hq out there they sponsored our spring break event which is the biggest event of the year it's a three-day event camping night drifting all that stuff usually there's a, a band one of the years there's a metal band this past mm -hmm. year is supposed to be my band but we're not ready yet so that's a different <laughs> story but um you know, Drift HQ came out there and just they had a blast. Like, you know, and I know I know a lot of those guys. So, like, it was cool seeing them again. Um, and we just partied. We'd had a good time. Um, and they talked about, how, like, they had been wanting to come to Bidpon since, like, Drift Week 2. So, um, to know that, like, some of these, I guess, big names in drifting are, like, thinking about my little track that's in my backyard. Like, that's yeah. that's real special, you know. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. You'll make a that lot of friends there. track stands out. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Drift Week, weren't you there for Drift Week 2 mm -hmm. when they came around? Yeah, so I actually helped out. Um, I wouldn't say I helped run that event because the event was already being like, uh, it would have been fine without me. But yeah. I definitely helped out like while I was there. I, I went not just to spectate, but also to like help Ken out. Um, you know, if he had anything like he he was a little bit stressed about the parking situation because if you ever been to Mid Pond, parking is the number oh. one problem. We hear about it all the time. Uh, there's We've been in talks with you know the land the people who own the land around for mm -hmm. years but we just got to come to a deal you know no one has just a spare three hundred thousand dollars you know yeah. lying around but um yeah parking parking is not not ideal there so yeah but, if you could if you bring a big trailer you got to drive across mm -hmm. the track to the other side of it and park it in like basically in the mm -hmm. woods like yeah. it, it's a little mm -hmm. cutout in the woods mm -hmm. That it just slips the bitches in there. I think that's cool. Yeah. It's character, but, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. But yeah. No, Drift Week 2 is cool. Um, I met I'm I you know, I met a lot of my, I guess, heroes um during Drift Week 2. How'd they that can, go? It no, I know you're trying to see if, the, if something <laughs> happened. No, nothing happened. Everything's okay. Damn. Um I met I met, you know, I met LZ. I, I had already met LZ before then. Um I definitely the people who I really wanted to meet were uh Chair Slayer and Hurt. 
You're just I want to meet her so Dude, bad. Dude, her is just the coolest. Like, yes. just like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I, actually, at first, I thought he was my best friend. My best friend, his name is Corin. He's a big black dude. Yeah. A little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, a little about. bit smaller than my, than, than Hurt. But like, I was, I rolled up to Midpond. I'm like, wait, what is Corin doing here? Cause he doesn't really like to watch drifting. Uh, so then I get closer and it's Hurt. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. So yeah. Um, but they're really yeah. cool guys. Him and him and Rob are really, really, really cool. Did you guys. get to look at Chair Slayer's car? I did, dude. His setup is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's all it's, so it's like spaceship. Dude, one hundred percent. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Like, and he drives the living crap out of that thing. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, he drives like a fucking madman. Dude, it's insane. It's and it's it's also very loud. It's and very I have, inspirational. I've, yeah, I've come to love a quiet drift car, but you know, I can let it slide for Rob. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you know, you know when I did that, I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> I, dude, I was literally that, like, that was not like targeted. Yeah, I know, I know. I was I know. just scrolling, dude. and I was like, nah. <laughs> dude, I the, dude, I love the meme that came. Dude, that's what I love to do on the internet. Facebook is like. I'm a, I'm like a meme. I wouldn't say a meme lord, but I'm a meme dispenser. You know. Yeah. I just whether it's true or not, whether it's good or crap, like I love a good meme. So like when I said I actually made the post that I like a quiet drift car, um, while I was at an event, having my ears blown out um, by that car, by a car, and I don't want to say who it was because you know I'm sure that person will probably watch this. But like, oh, I want to know though. No, I, yeah, because I'm because I'm pro I'm you. I'm for you. I want to know what kind of I'm car not, it is and why it's so loud. I'm not a comfortable. I will say it was an SR. It was an SR. Uh, I can't. I can't. You know, nah, get how loud can it be? How loud can it be? Very, very loud. I mean, like he's all the way on the back straight of the track, and my ears are still being blown out. Usually, it's like if you're going around the pond, like it'll be pretty loud right there, and then maybe the sweeper coming after that. No, this dude was at the back of the track, and like me and my friends couldn't have a conversation. And it was like at at my friend's birthday event that I was also celebrating my birthday at. Yeah, that's just small detail. Kevin, whatever. No, uh, no, uh, it was his friend Is Courtney the, or oh, Corey, okay. Corey, Corey. Because doesn't he host an event for his birthday there? Yeah, um, he does that. He also hosts the um, spring break event too. Okay, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was so, talking to him the other day. He's gonna come mm, on soon. That'd be cool. Kevin's one of my best friends. Kevin is just. Just a, a funny guy. He's just a cool guy. Yeah. Like, if he's you, goofy if, as yeah. hell. Dude, he's just you know one of the best about? people. Kevin White? Uh, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I bet I do. Yeah, he, he's a show. Facebook hero, for sure. One hundred. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of the thing, though. Like, And that's why I love Facebook anyways, because like that's how I meet people. Yeah, me too. You know, yeah. That's literally just like, you know. Usually I'm, I start by making fun of them. And yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> actually, that's actually <laughs> how this how I, yeah. Be my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. But that's fun. Well, there's a lot of controversy around whether I guess it's not really controversy, but um, the normal versus reverse layout at Mid Pond. Which one you like better? I've never personally driven the reverse layout. I I think I've driven reverse layout maybe once, but I've more ridden in it than uh, than driven it because, like I said, I've only driven like five events with my car. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I've driven other people's drift cars, but you know. Um, I think personally, I'm just more used to like the the regular way. But I will say, um, going going reverse is a thrill. It's a completely different track. It, like, is yeah, it, it when I run on a setup like, and you run the other way, it's almost like you have to throw it into the first corner, yeah. like like mm -hmm. a fast track. Mm -hmm. Even though I feel like when you drive it the regular way, I've only done it on yeah, a setup, yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. this is all mm -hmm. pretend. But you know, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like. The track is actually like it's I call it secret technical because you look at it and it just looks like it looks kind of wide open. Oh, you've got so the, the you got the sweeper. Um so you see a lot of the, like like the first thing you see is the pond, a sweeper on the pond, 
and then another sweeper immediately following yeah. you don't realize how much of a technical after that first hairpin or after the pawn that's the sweeper that yeah. like if mm-hmm. dude if you're in a vq car mm-hmm. you better be pinned you have to be as you're coming out of that full lead foot full lead foot. yeah riding the edge like i mean it's all about it and then as soon as you get to the very end you're basically just flicking it as hard mm-hmm. as you can and yep. hoping you don't go into the grass there's some hell mary there and this is this is why i've crashed a lot out yeah. there it helps a lot <laughs> yeah. now that they extended it a little bit like mm-hmm. the edges yeah. of it mm-hmm. but would you consider it the the best track in the south or i guess got grassroots yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly i would, I would. It, it's like and not just yeah i'm a little biased biased but like it teaches you because it's a narrow track and it's technical. Mm. So like, it's not like it forces you to stay on track. Exactly. You have guidelines mm-hmm. the entire way. It's not like you're cones. not dodging cones. You know, it's not like a skid pad. Like you have to, it teaches you to learn and respect the track. Yeah. Because I mean, like I have been lackadaisical about it. Like very first time I drifted was after I hosted um, a car show out there. The one and only car show that I've ever hosted I hosted at Mid Pond. It was like the week before Drift Week 2. But um, I was finally like sliding the car. Um, and then there's like a, on one of the turns, like right before the back straight, there's like a mound. And over that mound oh, is like yeah. a 15 foot drop. Um, and I hit that mound so hard. I, well, I thought I broke the car. I probably knocked the car out of alignment. Nothing was wrong. But like it was one of the hardest hits I've ever felt in my life. And now to this day, I still can't. It looks like it, the little corner, on the yeah. toad course. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the toad course little dirt mounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at Ebisu. What about uh what about the craziest crashes? You guys ever had a rollover out there? No, but um let's see. One actually at the at the most recent uh spring break bash, um this girl Shanna. Now she she's a good friend of mine. He, she and her husband uh Eric, they're really, really cool people. So they're mid-pond regulars. They have matching uh, E46 and E36s. Um, I think their company name is Deadbeat. Um, so I'm going to give yeah. them a shout out. But um, Good for you. Really cool. Uh, well, she hit the embankment and went over it. Like, I don't, her car didn't, like, fall down the 15-foot, like, drop. But, like, she went, like, almost all the way over that. And you have to be hauling in order to do that. Like, hauling. Like moving the middle. I've huh? never seen it like that. Yeah. I look over in her car, like all I see is like exhaust and taillights. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so, crazy. <laughs> so, um, and some people like, like you see some weird stuff too, just because like, like I remember at the very last like hour of uh, the spring break bash, um, someone was, someone was sliding their car, like coming around the, uh, the pond going for when they uh, transitioned for the sweeper. And they went off track just so much, like to drop the rear tire and it hit the corner of the track um, where there's like a little drop off um, and it ripped the whole wheel off. dude. That's like, like honestly, fuck. that's probably one of my greatest fears. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, it like, was gnarly. <laughs> like everybody makes fun of me for the fake wheels. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, if I was to drop one and then if it was like at mid pond, if there's like mm-hmm. a really gnarly section, it would break the wheel and then mm-hmm. I'd have to eat my hat. You know, like, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly I say that a lot all the time. of shit. Like having a wheel fall that's off. That's what I'm saying. And that's I, this is like always my argument for rep wheels, not just because I'm broke, but also because like I don't want to replace a three thousand dollar wheel. You know, dude, the yeah, uh, the most con- they're gonna break. The most convincing thing break. that I've seen in the last week. Have you guys seen that clip of that Corvette? It's a C6 Corvette. 
and I think it looks like he might be at Willow, but he he comes down like this, drops a tire off, but there's like a section there's of there's a little track. lip right I there. Saw the, boom, dude, I saw that. I have never seen a car or a wheel take a whoop ass I, like I that. I saw that. Before. I think either it's this morning or yesterday. Head. Like that thing should have ripped. Definitely should have folded. Like, Definitely should have folded it up. But not even a freaking dent. And yeah. he just kept, and you saw he got Dude, right my boy's a cowboy. To, he got back in. He got back in. Yeah. I was like, how? Yeah, I don't know. That's like, but that's like, just I saw that, the and then I saw, squat. I saw the one where that dude hit the wall, and then did y'all see that where the dude was? I don't know if it was Freedom Factory. Oh, or was it uh, the, the, the S chassis? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, and yeah. then like he goes to get. I saw off the, the track. picture of it. I didn't see yeah. the video. He goes to get off the track, and the car, the car, like runs over its own tire, like almost flips over. Yeah, almost did what LS George did on Chris's channel. Almost the same thing. That's what like had happened, dude. I don't even know. I was like, because like I like I feel bad because when I crash or if I crash, I don't like get mad because I'm just like, damn, you idiot. You yeah, know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. You're an idiot. And then, but that guy was mad, you know, and he was like, the wheels dragging. Yeah, yeah. Got to the right point, dude. And the car said, "Oh, you want to be mad, huh? Okay, <laughs> bye. It's not gonna fit me. You're yeah. gonna look stupid though. So crazy. Well, tons That's of people totally at Mid Pond like will fly so far off track. But I mean, like into the woods. Yeah, like, it's so, really dealing with the mud so is the worst part. Yeah, everything pond. else is great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that middle hairpin mm-hmm. is kind of a drop off, like mm-hmm. a little bit of lip. But mm-hmm. I think the back that that ninety mm-hmm. in the back I, yeah. left mm-hmm. is like that's the one hundred percent. Yeah, you don't want to hit. The part no, one hundred percent is after you come, like you kind of come up around and you do the really long sweeper and then yeah. you backy. The next part is the part that gets me the little mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. this thing. The little swivel. Yeah, dude, the little. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. I, dude, it gets me too. It fucking gets me every time. When I hire a horsepower car, you can you can link that hairpin and carry it out to where oh, you just have one in my transition. Car, dude, I'm just going to brake stand through there for sure. But I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a Seto, I don't have like my car, so mm-hmm. I'm just driving whatever. Mm-hmm. In a Z, dude, it flows so well dude, right there. Dude, it fucks me up. I hate dude, it. Dude, I, I, still, I still can't get it. It messes like, me up. Really? No, I. Because it's like for a second, you're like, you're like, opposite the, mm-hmm. the car mm-hmm. needs to go yeah. this way but mm-hmm. the car is this way so that you can make it fluent and mm-hmm. you're like you're facing like off the track yeah 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 yeah, yeah you're the other way yeah, yeah i no, hate i crazy. hate that it's i crazy. hate that spot <laughs> but i want to go there in real life I to see it. if i hate it we'll see yeah. what, what all does ken have to like handle up there like other than um the track uh repairs i mean there's always something to be repaired oh, um okay. clean up the track we're, we're starting to have more events too so between drifting, we also have grip days. We just had a moto day out there too. So oh, yeah. you've got to deep clean the track. And drifting tears up the track, you know. Oh, like, like sure. So after every drift event, he's got to go <clears throat> make his necessary necessary uh, repairs, to, like the asphalt, um, and then just like grass work. A lot of grass work, you know, cutting mm-hmm. grass. It's just him and his tractor. Um, so <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, so cool, yeah, though, no. dude. I mean, like he said, he told me like this is why I love Ken so much and. For those of you watching, I will talk about Ken until the day I die. Ken is my legit hero. I've met all the big famous YouTubers. The person that I want to be like when I grow up is Ken Martin. Ken Martin is like just he's man. He's, he's just the man. Dude, the way he like finesses all the trailers and mm-hmm. stuff. He's little, he knows what he's doing. Nooks and crannies. Like there's a there's this little like ah, what are they like containers? Mm-hmm. Is oh, it like still the there? Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's a container like by the fence near the road. And if you go on the back side of it, there's like a pocket back there that you can fit like mm-hmm. five or six mm-hmm. trailers back there. Mm-hmm. And you just, each mm-hmm. truck, just swing them back in there, yep. unload your un- unload your car, all your shit, 
He just carves out space. Spot. Just carves out space, and he'll 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 back you in. Like, and a lot of times he's like he's like, yeah, some of these guys don't know how to back stuff up, so I've got to take over for him. <laughs> <laughs> Old grumpy man. I have seen him do that actually. Yes, <laughs> he's just the man. Yeah, that's that's my oh. hero right there. My mentor. Oh yeah. Does he have any plans of maybe opening one another track eventually? No, Just what what outlandish plans? Nothing. Yeah, well, really, actually, the plan is um, is to one day get some land, um, so, like maybe behind or like on the side. Um, it's a timber company that owns all that land, so okay. if we can get a deal going, um, I'm pretty sure at this point, hopefully, I'm allowed to talk about this. We are trying to buy some of that land so that we can either recreate mid pond, but better, um, like the track, or, um. <laughs> have somewhere for parking. So if we have parking, then that means we can, like he can just tear up the track as it sits right now and just redo it where it is. Um, and then have parking like off to the side or have to the side. That'd probably be cheaper. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we're just, you know, we're just waiting for that company to let us buy, you know. Would he basically do the same layout? Just yeah, kind of widen layout. it a little bit and do. He, he would just make, yeah, he would, it would be the same layout. He said he wanted like, turns maybe a little bit more banked um nice. uh and may smooth smoothen some stuff up a little bit but you how, know how's tire wear there um i would say you can save tires if you want um now i've been you know since i only have a few events in there i can't really say much but you know my friends does anybody bitch about it i guess no no one uh, no it's actually a pretty slick track you i should, would say no all seasons yeah they will chunk yeah because it's, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a tire thing versus track thing. I think it's just since the hot lap aspect, you get so fucking into it. You, you'll say you'll go out there for two laps, and then you're like, well, six laps, I should probably <laughs> yeah. get off track. Yeah. And you go and check your tires, and they're fucking chunked all to pieces. And the, I mean, there's literally a, there's a, a wash, wash down section where you pull off track, and they yeah. have a hose set up to where you can. Get out, spray your radiator down, tires down, all that stuff. The thing about the track is that it's just super inconsistent grip-wise, um, just with how old the track is and, you know, like all the patches and repairs made. Um, so, like, in most, like, in some sections, it'll be super, super slick. Like, even in, even in its driest, it's, it'll just be real slick. And then you have parts like we repaved going, like, the first half around the pond, and it is, it's, like, the grippiest part. And like basically what wow. happens is when you get off the new asphalt, it slingshots you because so like, like the old asphalt is super slick. So like you'll build all the speed and you're you're hooking your car up and then you get off yeah. the, the new asphalt and it's just you're like, like Whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Uh, that, that's a cool feeling. Yeah, so. I, always, I never liked the how it wasn't very grippy around the pond because that's the yeah, one no. spot where you just you really want to stand yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. It's right around the people. It's right in front of everybody yeah, and, you get the pond, and you're like, yeah. dude, let's fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. And that's where you enter too. So you definitely have grip there. You just gotta kinda prepare for like the slideies, pull a handbrake, something like that. Yeah. Um, but like once you figure it out, like from what I've seen, it's uh it's you know, it's pretty cool. So So what do you think about all the YouTubers going to the Matsuri episode this year? Well right I before mean, the world tour too. Honestly, I don't know, like I don't watch a whole lot of Japan content from from those. I, at least not when they're putting it out, just because like everyone oh, films. It. Everyone films like the same thing basically. Well, I guess I watch like one or two of them, but like 
I'm not gonna lie. It just makes me want to go to Japan. Like, it I makes was, me too. I get like, pissed. Th- th- that's why. That's why. Like, them. it's hard for me to watch because it's like, man, like, and it's not even like I'm not necessarily feeling jealous, but I also kind of am. But it's more so like them and all of their friends. So like Adam LZ, Jimmy Oaks, all those guys. You know, like before even YouTube, like they grew up doing stuff together. So like to have all you, like you and all your homies across the world doing something you all collectively love. That's just the vibe. Yeah. So it's hard for me to watch that stuff sometimes because it's, really it's like surreal. Yeah, because I mean that's the one. That's the point that I want to get to. Like yeah. I've got friends that are drifting right now that are like waiting for me to get my car back together so that we can drift together. And I've got other friends who are in the same position as me where our car's not together, and you know <laughs> we're both like, hey, let's please get our cars back on the track. You know. Shit. Um, do you guys help each other? Or do you do it all? Yeah, we we help each other for the most part. Like uh my one of my best friends his name is austin he's um he kind of follows me around in my life um i do like music and other stuff he's in my band he's my guitarist but we also have the same uh mustang and so he got like i took him for a ride in mine and uh the, a week later like he had the same <laughs> he car, had the same car. Oh, that's cool uh, so um so we work on our cars together and i've robbed stuff off his car he's robbed stuff off my car like you know and he's the person that i'm with most of the time when i do like car related stuff so I mean, I'm always down to help friends like when they need me and stuff, but he's pretty much the person that I I know. see that a lot where like you you ride in a car with that your friend has or something. And that's normally the route that you end up going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to kind of like go with yeah. what you know. Thing. I was really excited. I told him I was like, dude, this is the best car in the world. I mean, obviously, the Mustang was my dream car just because of the story that I told earlier. Yeah. Um, and specifically that like that year model. But um. Like also, it sounds really good with the exhaust. I don't remember like the exhaust kit, like specifically. But oh, dude, Mustangs sound awesome. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm an LS guy. Mustang yeah, so sound like awesome. it, it sounds so sick. I'm like primo Perfect. chef's kiss. So yeah. like he heard it and felt it, and like he was like, dude, I've got to get one of these. I was like, please, please get one. If <laughs> yes. we had like matching cars, like, so that's what we're trying. So to me together. and Chris and Casey all have the same car, and we swap parts all the time. Yeah, it just works, dude. So Chris runs my old oil pan and my old headers. Casey has my old trans, or he had my old trans. Who knows? I don't. We, mm-hmm. dude, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. We trade parts mm-hmm. so many times. There's a T56 in our group. This is a real story, by the way. In the Cosmic Garage group, there's mm-hmm. a T56. Nobody knows who it is. <laughs> we don't know. One of us bought it, ran it, broke it, and it's been sitting in Casey's shop. And we're like, I don't know who's it is. Or he's like, I don't remember. And it's like, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay both of you, yeah. and I'm gonna take it, and I'm gonna send it off. You know, like this is a real thing, dude. It's crazy. So we try to keep our cars as like similar as possible that way part sharing will just go smoothly and whatnot dude it's awesome i'm telling you it's the best there's no way i could have done it without Mm. those guys uh dude i've already seen it i've i'm lucky to where like even though i haven't been driving um for super long i haven't driven a whole lot of events i've got so many friends that are in so many different facets of drifting and uh, you know i've got grassroots friends i've got pro level friends um and i basically got to skip the era where you just kind of have to find out the hard way on on a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and I like the place where I've landed in with what I want to do with my car and setup and all, and all that stuff, like comes from all of the advice, um, that I've gotten from all, from a lot of my friends who have been doing this. And so now I know, like, you know, I used to want to like do crazy one-off stuff. I want like custom turbo kit for the four, six and yeah. all this stuff. And Are all the headers this... reversible. I see. I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't. Ne- I've never even taken my headers off. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and tell you, as a sloppy turbo guy, that's yeah. a key component. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that too. The amount of times I've heard Dude, you I'm say that, you, I run like seven I've seen that too. You got to You got to You got to be able to flip them. I've never seen a two a turbo two valve um, with flipped headers. Now it's 
it's probably done. Maybe I just haven't seen it. But like, you know, that's the thing though. Like I'm, I'm trying to keep it stock. I'm trying to keep it simple. Like I'm not after power. I'm going to, you know, gear it to a 373, weld it and just go get seat time. So whereas I used to just want to do like anything and everything. (laughs) I wanted to strip my car. I wanted to like, you know, strip it out, gut it out and, you know, race car. But no, I'm going to keep it stock. Okay, good. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I went through all roots. those phases. I went through all those phases. We see, we're starting to see more of those Mustangs, and I just want to keep the prices down. Oh, that's Scotty no, D's no. fault. Yeah. Well, I know. The Scotty D, John Duncan, like all oh, those yeah. guys. You know, the ones making parts for these cars. Thank you, Scotty D, by the way. He's um, cool. We had him on. Very cool. Very cool guy. I love him. Yeah, I shared, like I said, I shared something that Scotty, Scotty said something about S chassis being crap cars the other day and I shared it and I got Because they roasted. are. They are. They're I got roasted. Crap. There's validity on both sides. That's where I'm going to stay. Dude, they're nostalgic. <laughs> they're not good cars. There's yeah. a lot of parts to make them whatever you want. Yeah. But like as a car, as a whole, when it came from manufacturer... Like this is my irrelevant Not that opinion. Good of a car. Yeah, take just, all the parts yeah. off of it. Just the car. bare chassis yeah. itself. And like I said, I'm a nobody. Like I doesn't matter. But like I understand these cars are just. Well, see, that's the thing is that you can, can say that, and mm-hmm. then they're gonna be like, "Who the fuck are you?" You know, they get all mad. <laughs> have you like, ever driven well, chassis? Yeah, no, dude, I haven't. <laughs> I have fucking five of them, and I and I still think they're crap. You so know, the fact that I can't agree because I've got good good advice. No, like I said, um, my my friends did roast me and give me some good points. My friend Clay, he definitely put me in my place, Clay Holland. And uh, he told me, like, you know, talking about, yeah, he was like, oh, man, these cars have are like the blank canvas for any build you want to do. Like, and which is true. Like, there's the aftermarket support for S chassis. I've never seen anything like it. That's great. Like, it's it's, it's like, like a Fox body. Yeah, 100%. It rivals American, like, domestic cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yes, I see that. Like, if you want to have a relatively cheap... um like way to get into motorsports, like an S chassis, most of the time will be your way because you might pay like a premium for like the car, but like there's just parts everywhere. So Okay, so here is my other side of that argument. And I have a bunch of them, and so I'm allowed to say this, okay? My thing is that you have you see these cars, they're priced for eighty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. The paint is shit, mm-hmm. the clear coat is fading, mm-hmm. the bushings are rotted, it smells like that moldy S13 bing bong chime. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) They all smell the same. All that sound deadening wet shit. It's all crap. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you got some guy selling it for $8,500. I bet you, I bet you $5. I could get on Facebook Marketplace and I could find a C5 Corvette that needs minimal stuff Mm -hmm. to get it fixed Mm -hmm. for Mm $8,500. Okay. And I love C5. So, I'm a C5 guy. I, I like C6 is peak Corvette, so. but C5 is cool. Okay. But I'm just saying, compare the two chassis. Which mm-hmm. one do you think is the better car? The one that was race bred from GM. They mm-hmm. made it. That's called their racing platform mm-hmm. or, or performance platform. Or some fucking rusty 90s shitbox. Mm-hmm. And, and your argument, not your argument, but these yeah. people, their argument mm-hmm. is that, oh, they make a lot of parts for it. Well, yeah, they make a lot of parts for Fox right. Bodies. And Fox right. Bodies dominate in drag racing. Yes, that doesn't, do. but you can mm-hmm. still find relatively cheap Fox mm-hmm. Bodies as a, as a platform mm-hmm. to start on, not like a done one, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think mm-hmm. that's why people get mad is because you got the guy that's got the RB25 mm-hmm. Neo fucking oh, and LZ machine. People LZ think machine. the parts make the price, but yeah. the, it's the car that makes the price yeah. in the market that mm-hmm. it's sitting in. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's my thing is like people are like, oh, well, how come they still win FD? It's like, well, because it's a cheap car and they make a million mm-hmm. parts mm-hmm. for it. So more people drive them and then mm-hmm. they put them in FD and then they win. Wow. And then they wow. people see people math. See, yeah, <laughs> people, basically, it's just like pick your favorite one and then 
be a fan of that one. Right. Which I'm a I'm an S Jesse oh fan. God. I love them. But for when people dude, this has gotta be a real. I'm telling you, I'm fucking I hate this conversation. It makes me so mad. People are like, oh, they still win FD. Like, yeah, they made a bunch of them, bro. If you count Sylvia's, they made five hundred fucking thousand of them. Dude. You think drifting killed five hundred thousand S chassis? Dude. No, they did it. One percent. One percent. I'd give you five. Yeah. I'd give you five percent. Yeah. That's still, mm-hmm. they made way less Corvettes than mm-hmm. they made S chassis. Mm-hmm. And the S chassis mm-hmm. guys are trying to tell me that they're mm-hmm. worth more money than a Corvette. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. <laughs> I will say, I've seen, I have seen a ton of dudes go from the, the kind, the progression generally is from an S chassis to a Corvette. For like, sure. Yeah. And they will all say that the Corvette's just a better drift car. It's just like it's a cheater car. It's better. You know? And, 50 and, 50 weight yeah. bias. RD baby. 400 something horsepower from the factory. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything. Honestly, the car is like, I'm a Ford guy through and through. Corvette is just another, another oh, animal. They're just so cool. Uh, I just, they're, especially like a nice, a they nicely done cool, C5. Sound my cool. favorite. Yeah. I like that it's a muscle car that took a different aesthetic I agree. approach. I agree. I think one of my favorite things is it's got a leaf spring. That's hilarious. That's the most American thing ever. It's like, we're going to beat they, you where you use this truck leaf spring. That's this fuck, boy. They've got to have some, they've got to just find a way to leaf spring everything. Dude, I know. <laughs> they, dude, you can lower them from the factory. Mm-hmm. You ever see them all riding yeah. the drift mm-hmm. status, like mm-hmm. the, oh, yeah. the squat, you know? Mm-hmm. That's because you just literally stick a fucking gun mm. in there and lower it down which is so cool that gm made it that way yes uh, that's just like that's just crazy to me the only thing i don't like about them is they got that plate that covers mm-hmm. the drive shaft mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know yeah i don't know about that i will say bro i was like oh it'll only take a second hour to change this differential out because <laughs> i'm used to s chassis <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes after taking this fucking thing 50 yeah. Five zero fifty volts, bro. Mm-hmm. To take a piece of wood down. Did you know it's made of wood? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's made of wood, mm-hmm. and then it comes out, and then you can get to the shit. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. such a Corvette thing. I know. I know. It's so American. Know. Fiberglass and wood. Yeah. That's that, all you that's need. That's just cra- that is crazy to me, though. Like a car made out of fiberglass. Like I, I just and wood. That's the best part. Wood. The floorboard is wood, bro. I want to know how the meeting it makes went. these ghetto track picks. <laughs> me too. Not I want to hear the, the pitch meeting. Like, I don't hear. Listen now. Hear me out. We're gonna make it out of fiberglass. Well, how you gonna do? There's no floor in this car. Ah, we'll, we'll get uh, wood. wood. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Wood. Did you say plywood? Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah. Somebody no, shut him one, up. All one right. day it's gonna be. What body. engine we doing? You know. The pitch meeting had to be amazing, you know? <laughs> dude. Honestly, that hell of a like because it's so so far away from like the like um like the benchmark American car, like for sure. Um, like it's it's like a ra- like you said a racing bred car. Yeah. So I don't know. Just I that that meeting must have been like he must have been on drugs or that something. It had to be back in the day when the when the head honchos just had faith. You know, yeah, there was yeah, no, yeah. you didn't need a proof of concept. Right. It's like, can you win with this car? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, you fucking better. You know? Actually, like, I'm curious to all of the uh, outside of US viewers, is the Corvette like the American car when you think of American? Or is the Mustang? In car enthusiasts. Yeah, what I, is the American? Genuine be Camaro or Mustang. Don't, you can't, that's. Okay, yeah, yeah. they're both punting cars. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, what I, 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 I really was saying that the, the other way. It's like a Corvette versus a Mustang. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, you're right. Yeah. They're not really. They're not gonna say. What it's car do you picture when you think of Americans? Let us know in the comments. I'm not even gonna lie. I've been like looking into the type of Mustangs that uh, Hobson has. S550s, dude. Dude, here's the thing: oil ring, coilovers. It's not, dude. It's cheaper than it fucking looks. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm telling you, out of the box as a drift car, dude, you almost can't beat it. Yeah, the Matt, the dude that owns the S550 with Scotty D race development. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to him, and he's like, dude, that thing is as simple as an S550 gets. As simple as mm-hmm. it gets. Angle kick, coilover, send it on the track. 
Yeah, see, I've thought I've thought about doing that and then keeping my of other car like, like that, but you know, like only get the only get mm-hmm. the big car out just mm-hmm. to go out there and flex, but yeah. just have a Mustang to drive. See, yeah, my th- nobody could ever talk shit to me. I got a Mustang, yeah. I'm on a Corvette, and then I'd have an S Jazz. <laughs> like, well, who are you talking to? I got all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I covered all my bases, bitch. <laughs> you know, boat and a big ass truck. I'm set. It is crazy how NASCAR American drifting is, though. Like, oh, yeah. look at look at Jap- like Japan, even sometimes like Europe European drifting, like. Their cars are smaller, technical, more technical. Um, but then you see like American drift cars, and it's just a bunch of muzzle cars that are yep. made for, for drifting. Fifteen hundred yeah, horsepower. Yeah, just know. like got, barreling down. Got four kits of nitrous on it. They're on like, freaking, <laughs> on like a freaking Talladega's ice track. <laughs> That's why when I see people, like, I don't understand how come Adam LZ drove the S15 so good, but he just he's not as good in the in the S5 six whatever the fucking Mustang was. S650. I was like, dude, it has like three kits of nitrous on it. What do you mean? He explained it a little bit in the other video. The video of him them all driving yeah i watched it i watched it i was just talking so yeah. that they know what we're talking about yeah it's crazy yeah, here's the other thing too Here, here's the other thing too and I, I i've said this many times okay so you get a kid and and mind you before before he was in formula drift he he was annihilating drift comps i mean like i said i i've watched him since he was since he started which i'm sure many other people did too like people forget he was continuously winning these drift comps. Okay, he was at Lone Star yeah. all the time. One hundred percent. Like he he did it. Okay. Now people people discredit him in Formula Drift now because I mean, like, look at his competition. His first year of drifting, he went at, like his his battles were all against the twenty year veterans. Yeah, the Titans. So, exactly. So even if you're even if that had not been the case, think about it like this: like you get good at your job, you're doing well, and they're like, okay, let's promote you. Now you're against. You've got to go against all the twenty yeah, year veterans. Yeah, the newbie again. Like you're going to struggle. Yeah. And you look at the consistency of like, look at how like your top, your like your grade eight drivers. When you're watching the in car cam, like look at how consistent they are and how controlled they are. Look at Ryan Turk, especially mm-hmm. how he did at uh, Formula Drift Long Beach this past time. Oh, not a, it, not another person. It. Not another person did better in my opinion. Yeah. And so, but like, look at these new guys, these new people who even like Jeff Jones, he's been doing this, yeah. I don't know, like 11 years, something like that. He's, you can see the difference in driving between like a 20 year veteran, even a 10 year veteran, even like a three year veteran. Like people are so quick to discredit LZ because he's a YouTube guy. Like I get that. But like, yeah. listen, you're going up against like the world's best. Okay. Yeah. And then he switches to a new chassis, a chassis he has almost like little or no like experience that in. all of the pilots say is super, super hard to drive. Hard to drive. Yeah. yeah and just hooked up basically like a drag car like you're gonna struggle so like i don't know and i'm not saying i'm not like a um like an lz like stan or anything like that i just like look at the logic of it and like if i were in that position i'd struggle to get the name just look at what's actually happening exactly like that that's this that stuff just makes me so mad to see people like oh kick him off the team like first of all he's never gonna get kicked off the team. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. He does a lot of good for the RTR. For sure, team. he does a lot of good for drifting. Yeah, he has, and that's that. Yeah. He has a lot to do with why drifting is the way it is today. But Vaughn is a mastermind. He doesn't make himself look like it, but he's a mastermind. Look yeah. at the people on his team. He's got Dean. He's got Chelsea. And he's got Adam. Adam has the two best drivers that he you definitely can learn knows from. what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, he knows how to put a, a team together. So, but yeah, that's my that's my two cents on the matter. Let's get the best advice uh, you've got for anyone getting into drifting. Me? Okay. So I would say best advice, advice getting into drifting, don't. Okay. So I've seen this a lot and I've had to um, 
and I was kind of hearing myself um, at first. I touched on it a little bit earlier, but don't make your first drift car a big, crazy build. Like it needs to be a simple seat time car, yeah, a stock car, because here's what's going to happen. You're going to set out to make this uh, generally if, if it's most most of the time you haven't been in into like motorsports. So you're starting out with like a stock car. You have not spent a whole lot of time in the motorsports world. So you're going into this in the dark already. So you're going to have this ridiculous build. It's not going to get done in three years. You'll have missed all of your seat time. By the time you do get it done, here's the other thing too. You don't know how that car is going to act because it's all like custom. Mm -hmm. um, and then so you have no basis to base it on like as far as how the chassis goes. And so you're just going to be driving. You don't know that you're driving like a crap car. Um, and so like it's just going to it just takes so much away from you. Start with a simple seat time car that can get you the seat time and then work up to whatever build it is that you want to do. Because you try to do this crazy first drift car. Oh, I'm going to look so cool. You'll never you'll never get out there. Yeah, you just end up like me where I'm building a second car so that I can exactly. get more seat time. <laughs> exactly. It's not so expensive <laughs> or me to run. Yeah. Predict where I just can't drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I had I was fortunate enough to, you know, I had friends that steered me away from that. Like, yeah, you know, so. All right. Good. Hell yeah. In this camera right here, plug all your people. Uh, so first I would like to plug my friends, uh, Shanna and Eric, their debt, uh, their brand is deadbeat. I mentioned them earlier, but I want to mention them just because they're really cool people. Um, and I mentioned them in the podcast, so I want them to get the, the notoriety, um, from that. We'll put it in the description. Okay, cool. Um, let's see my friend Layton and his friends. They helped me out at, uh, Orlando. I went to, um, a Ford event in Orlando not too long ago and they opened up their RV, uh, and their, um, like just a whole group to me. So Layton, yeah. Joey, all you guys, thank you. And then, uh, I guess I'll, uh, uh, my boy, Austin, uh, Austin Bachman is, uh, Instagram is uh, metalhead guitar starter pack. He, he, uh, he's the guitarist from a band, but he's also the person that does all my drift, drift stuff with me. Um, one of my best friends in the world. He's like a little brother to me. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, I think that's, um, you mom and play dad. your own self. Oh, sure. Uh, Corey, my Instagram is legend of Corey, just like legend of Cora. I love that show. That's it's, a good show. Oh, yeah. It's not, like it's show. not. Okay. I'll say this just so that no one hoses me. I'm not saying that legend of Cora is better than avatar. The last airbender, because that show was goaded. Okay, yeah. it's just a different kind of good. Okay, it's still good. And I really liked it, and so it was close to I'm my. I'm not name. into it enough. Yeah, so. he doesn't watch anything. I watch yeah. all of it. I think I think the basis of like American anime should be off of the animation from The Last Airbender. I will say I did watch The Last Airbender when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. that was you, that you was everybody watched it. Yeah, like that. but it's uh, like up there with Dragon Ball. Yeah, know? Legend of Korra, the second E doesn't exist. You know, because hmm. someone already took that name, and I messaged yeah, them. Yeah. They have like four followers. Right uh, <laughs> I messaged them and if I could have the name they never got back to me so screw them alright well I, I did want to say uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Nashville Metal Art uh, I know you've probably already noticed it's really in your face but uh, we got a brand new sign up here it, this thing's actually fucking heavy as shit uh, but uh, don't do that yeah but that's probably not I know it's got some 370 it's, it's on magnets and they're not, the, they're not mounted the best because the screws aren't it's long enough magnet Dude, those magnets are strong as shit, bro. But you yeah. gotta have a little bit of, you know. Oh yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, you got. Yeah, it's gotta be a little yeah, slop yeah, to you it. Gotta but, have some shiesty shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you don't know, if y'all need any signs for whether it's business or you just want some signs around the shop or um, anything, I actually I was telling you a little bit ago the 
American flag metal signs with the pledge and stuff on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That's what he went viral for That's crazy. a while back. I thought oh, about so, nice. Yeah, yeah. So Never if y'all need thought. any signs or anything, I'll leave him linked in the description. Again, it's National Metal Art. But that's it for this one, guys. Really do appreciate it. See you next week. Peace. Yay!